0: program created by Rio Grande. Welcome to the police all cars, sent in all cars Broadcast 175, driving The driving so a theater robbery. It was a million-dollar theater, set to the office there. That's all. Go so and get it. saying, if you make the finest mousetrap, the world will be the path to your door. That's true about mousetrap, gasoline, or any other product. For two years, Rio Grande let all other gasolines in percentage of sales increase. Thousands of well-informed motorists have literally beaten the path to the doors of Rio Grande dealers to get police car performance in their cars. Engineers, purchasing agents, police and fire departments. Those who test gasoline, those to who whom gasoline needs most, have specified Rio Grande to track gasoline in all their emergency equipment month after
1: month.
0: Listen to this list of new users just since the first city year. Pasadena, Monterey Park, Maryville, Phoenix, Orange County, California, Coconino County, Arizona, Las Vegas, Nevada, and now Linwood, California is the latest city to fly the Rio Grande banner. ...and have true police car performance in her emergency equipment. Linwood is a thriving center of new and prosperous industries. Ten thousand citizens take pride in their well-kept houses, schools, and law enforcement agencies. We have told you many times about Los Angeles, Oakland, Berkeley, Fresno, Santa Barbara, San Diego, Maricopa County, Arizona, and many, many other cities and counties. Nothing can stop the march of progress of such a definitely superior product young owned the gasoline in the West, refined by the Sinclair tracking process. Accept no substitute for police car
1: performance.
0: Get the added mileage, quicker body, increased power that Rio Grande class gasoline did. At the independence we independent Rio Grande dealer from now on. present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Chief Davis. Good evening, friends. Tonight you will hear a strange story of intrigue, petty jealousy, suspicious business partners, and to top it off, the old and well-known act, the double cross. When officers were first notified of this crime, they proceeded to investigate it in the usual way. But after a few hours of answers that made little if any sense, they were forced to rely on their own powers of deduction. Even then, they found themselves faced with one of those unusual situations where every time a lead started to develop into something, it suddenly and apparently with no reason at all came to an abrupt end. It is a story like this that illustrates so well the patience and vigilance of the modern police officer. He has a job to do, and until that job is much solved, his efforts never cease. He may put it aside for another case, but always, given away in some portion of his mind reserved for that, the driving thought remains, complete the case. Monday morning, March 14th, 1932. Standing before the huge safe in his office. Manager George Evans pauses an instant in silent gloating at the thought of the sight that will greet his eyes in a moment. Inside the place more than $3,000 in bills and silver. The weekend deceased of his theater. Then, shaking off the momentary preoccupation, he kneels, consults a small slip of paper, begins twirling the glistening silver-plated dial to its appointed mark. Left, then right, then left again. Suddenly, a small click of fallen tumblers. A twist of a handle, and Manager Evans' face gleams with satisfaction as the door swings open. There. Now, this little dog. And there it is.
1: Oh. Well. Well,
2: there's... It well, it's got to be here.
0: Good Lord. Coffin. Coster. He knows the combination. He was here first this morning. Open it. Open it.
2: Stop it yeah. Come in here. Tell me here quickly, Sam.
0: Jovenel, George, what's all the jobs? So what's the money? The toast, look for yourself. You star on everything gone. Couldn't be. That's impossible. I yeah. it. Well, look for yourself, Sam. First I lose money on investments, then I lose money in the theater business. Oh no, I lose money for my safe. How could it be, George? Only two people know the combination. Yes. And you are one of them, Sam. You do also. You call the police. Yes. Yeah. And want to know things, Sam. I want to know some things too, George. You call the police. Uh. All right. Hello? Give me the police, please. Yes, that's right. The police. I want to report a robbery. If that's
1: right.
0: Robert. And in response to the call, Captain Frank Hasenberger in charge of the face detail accompanied by detective Lieutenant George Chilton and C.A. Appledorn cover the four blocks in as many minutes. Rushing upstairs to the manager's office, they find themselves practically having to battle their way in through a boot of excited people cluttering the small room.
1: You a
2: the so you got think silly, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: Let's get this story now. Quiet down, now quiet down. I want to know who you people are. What's your name? I'm Herbert Laser. I got my ideas about this. All right, what are you doing out here? I'm a partner with Sam Kosnick and Lee on the theater. I never lost the money. Would I be robbing myself? Well, it's been done. But wait a minute, who are these people? And who was the one that found the money gone? Uh, that one, George Evans. He's the manager of the I can't
2: that I left before the money was put away.
0: All right. Which one put the money away? Uh, this fellow, John Waltz. He's the assistant manager. He handles the money. I don't know the combination of the safe. Evans opened it. I just put the money in and locked it. Mr. Earl, comes about to move. All right. Who's Mr. Early? And he's the manager of the circle theater. This is him right here. Come on, go oh. ahead. Come on. All right. Now, what were you doing here last night? I came in with the money from my chair, It was 11.30. But I didn't see the train wrong. Oh, some people said they were uh, waiting for me, and I, I went
2: right out. Uh, and who are you? I'm Marlowe. I'm a cashier.
0: All right. Now, everybody, just sit down I'll try to get some more dope on this. And remember, you're all under suspicion.
2: I don't think I am under suspicion.
0: Would I steal my own money? What do you know about it, Evan. Not me. And it's 10.30.
2: That's before the money is even put in the safe. I wasn't near the place. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. We're not getting anywhere this way, no? If someone will give me a nice, quiet story about how things work around here, maybe we can get something done. How about you, Evans? Sure, sure. Well, it's like this: the last show starts about ten seven. When it's wiped down, the ticket seller leaves the box office and makes the money, and the uncles take it upstairs. Then I open the safe, and John Walsh here puts the money in and is supposed to lock it. Well, last night the same thing happened. I opened the safe about ten fifteen, and about ten thirty, I well, I can prove I left then. Once can tell you that I left before the money was put away. Yeah, you could have come back after and opened the safe again. What? Don't try to be funny in a time like this. Yeah, you could have. I to the have, Tom, come. Now, I'm always who was the last one to actually see the money inside the safe. I, I guess I was. No one? That's right. Well, I say you're going? Well, last the last performance started. I went to the box office and got the money box, and, and Miss Loth and I took it up and counted it together. That took us about 15 minutes, and Miss Loth left right away. And Evans came in and opened the safe. He's right when he says he left at 10.30. He did. And I was alone from then until about 11 o'clock. I was counting a $100 in change for the next day, and when I finished that... I put it in and locked the door in the inner safe. In the safe? There's two of them? Yes, a big one and a smaller one inside. Did you know the combination of either one? No, no one did but Mr. Evans and Mr. Copernic. Yeah. All right, go on with your story. Yeah, go ahead. Tell us again about locking the safe. You're sure about that, are you? I'm absolutely certain that I locked the inner safe. All right, all right. Then what did you do? Well, at 11 o'clock, I want to check some of the earphones that we have for patients or a heart of earphones that yeah. we have for patients or a heart of earphones yeah. that we have for patients or a heart of yeah. we earphones. Yeah. We're going to check earphones. We've got an outside service man who's supposed to do that. You
2: had no right to roam around in the Just
0: theater. Just a minute. I have a written order from the main office to investigate a complaint that the earphones were not working properly. I can produce that order if you'd like me I to. I don't
2: believe
0: you. story about it. All that. right, then I'm finish. Well, that's about all, officer. I left a little before midnight. All right, where did you go after you left the theater? A the street home? Yes, I left my laundry in a little place around the corner, and then I took a car home. You found a laundry open at midnight? No, no, the laundry wasn't open. I put it in the chute that they had. What but kind of a there. container was your laundry in? What? Oh, <sighs> Thank you for me. You think I might have had the money wrapped in my laundry. Well, I had a shirt and three collars and a pasteboard box, that's all. I guess I'm in a bad spot, all right, but I'd like you to remember that I don't know the combination of the safe. Well, this was an inside job. That safe wasn't blown or dimmed. Someone unlocked it by using the combination.
2: and coffinists are the only ones who have the combination. Even if I know it, I wouldn't rob my own safe. How do you mean that I did? I can account for every minute after I left the game. I didn't do it. You didn't do it. I think
0: you should put somebody in jail and cut the truth out of
1: it. i have my eyes on oh, it. didn't be a out I went I'm a
0: dentist, and you ought to get this matter cleared off. Laser, Evans, and Walsh are taken in the headquarters, where each man is pressed internally, but for no gain. The most intensive drilling fails to shake their frightened STORIES. Walsh repeats that Evans and Copernic are the only ones who know the combination of the safe. Laser advances the contention that Walt failed to put the money in the safe at all. Evans simply states that he can prove that he left the theater before the money was put away. The men are released, and officers Captain Berger and Applethorn go farther afield in their quest for facts. The owner of the candy store tells of seeing Wallace acting suspiciously near the theater on the night of the robbery. The employees of the theater claim that Wallace is innocent. The fact that Evans and Copernic are losing money suggests the robbery might have been performed for the insurance that would be collected. Facts, suppositions, personal feelings all into the case. All leads nowhere. It develops into a hopeless tangle. Belief a baffle, because two people, unknown to them and forgotten by the prospect, cultured the scene that finally developed into the drama enacted on the night of March 18th. The simple friendship of James Hill and Ruth Becker for Evans, the manager of the theater, sets the stage for the action. The two people are in Bill's apartment after being at the theater for the evening
3: show. That's
2: why I like it. It was sad the way they ended it, but well, I don't know. It was right, I think.
3: Yeah, it was good, all right. Thanks. Okay. Why did you give me that funny lookout for the show when we were with Evans in the office?
2: Mm, I don't know. I was just surprised at all the money he took in the face, I guess.
3: Is that all you were thinking about? No,
2: that's
3: all. Why? I was just wondering. Didn't you notice a piece of paper he had?
2: Yeah. yeah I noticed it all right. It was a combination, wasn't it? No,
3: it was a combination. I'd like to have a save with all that money in it, wouldn't you? Sure.
2: I'd like to have a lot of money like that. Well... No. You I mean, it'd be impossible to do anything like right there. How could we? Yes. guess.
3: Forget I said anything about it. Could you then, I'm sure. Of that.
0: Time passes. The thought of the money in the face grows in Hill's mind. And then one afternoon, the three are together in Hill's apartment. Evans is sitting on a couch, drowsy, after a lunch prepared by Ruth Becker. Who is in the kitchen watching the few dishes used? Bill slouches in a chair, looking out of a window.
1: Silence <sighs> <sighs> again. Good
0: afternoon,
3: sleepy. Yeah. And I have to be back in the theater about four. Uh, if I go to sleep, will you will you wake me? I hardly really keep myself awake. Sure, go ahead. I'll wake you about two thirty. <laughs> I'm kind of sleepy myself. Don't forget to wake me up.
0: The key is jellyfully extracted. His left of an locksmith. In twenty minutes, the dupus is safely hidden. Evans is awakened later and leaves none the wiser. And shortly before midnight on Sunday, March 1st, just four days since the key in combination were stolen, Hill and Ruth Checker are in a car near the theater.
2: There's nobody there.
0: Yeah. Sure is all right. Last time I called, I let the
3: phone for over a minute. Nobody's there.
2: Well, don't
3: you want to drive around the block once more? No, it's all clear. What's the matter? Oh, you're losing your nerve. It's an I'm block about about good time. Oh, no, I'm not losing my nerves. I just want to you really
2: slip. that's all. You don't want to get caught. Oh, no, you or... won't
3: get caught. Let's quit stalling. I'll walk through the alley and go into the back exit. All right. Okay, you better see what the hotel. If everything goes all right, I'll meet you at your car in front in half an hour. Be
2: careful, Jim. Good
3: luck. I'll see you in half an hour. Okay. See you later. So long. Jesse, Jesse, Right
0: here. Jesse. Right here, Paul. Where's the deal? Yeah. Okay. And hurry. Yes, yeah. Place,
3: okay, here. Keep the same. Sure. I got it all right. You me No, not at all. Come on. Let's see it to my apartment. Okay. dollars okay. Four well, hundred and fifty-one. No wonder this stuff was heavy. Nearly five hundred dollars in silver. Well, let's get that
2: thing to the table before
3: we use it. Yeah, but we're going to wait a while before we do that. If we'll he's sticking on next out, if he does it now, what do we do with it in the meantime? Well,
2: we've got to hide it someplace.
3: I know. I'll bury it in the lot. That's where I live. It'll be safe there. Mm, I don't like that idea, right Well, you find a better place
2: than that. I, but listen, that's the best place in the world for it. Why nobody's thinking look looking there for it? It'll be safe, too.
3: All right. you think it'll be okay? Yeah. I'm curious, then.
2: Sure, I'll do it myself. I know just the paper.
3: How much currency does it count?
2: There's over $2,000. $2, oh, yes. $2,000?
3: What a haul. are sure, good. Sure. You don't want to cut that for a while either. What'll we do with it? Oh, I don't
2: know. We can't have it around.
3: Well, you know, I'm going to bury this in any vacant I still don't like that idea. Oh, now, the silver will be all right there, Jim. But you
2: got to think of something else for the paper, money. Now, if we could just store it someplace.
3: Oh, don't let yeah. You could get a safety, because... It.
2: Oh, just hard it, Bob. that would be the worst thing in the world, of But I would be sure to pick up on it if we did that.
3: Yeah, I think you're all right. Now, let's just keep it here.
2: Oh, no. We'll put it someplace where neither one of us is Well,
3: Why do you say that? Don't you trust me?
2: Oh, sure. Sure, I trust you. But I just think it'd be better to have it someplace else. You wouldn't want me to keep it, would you? Why, well, sure.
3: I'd trust you anywhere you do what you think, sir. Say, hey, I
2: think I've got an idea. Here, so, we've got a suitcase, put the money in, it, and then store it. How does that sound to you? You
3: think that'll be safe? You don't want to lose it now that you've got it. That's the
2: best thing to do. That'll be perfectly safe, sir. And just to be sure, I'll get some steel work. Then so neither of us will have anything
1: to worry about. Why
3: do that? Silver, so, I don't think you trust me at
0: all. <laughs> So plans for conceding the money are completed. And Ruth leaves alone with the silver, returned in an hour.
1: Telling a story of
0: how she buried it in a lot next to her house. He and Hill leave with the churvency. Buy a small green trunk, put the money in it. Store it at the ban storage company on Coengo Boulevard. The lock is sealed at last. Two slow weeks pass. Hill impatiently waits for the time when it can go after the money. Finally, he receives a phone call from his accomplice. She has decided that enough time has
1: elapsed.
0: She called for him on the morning of Monday, March 27th. Together, they drive for the place by the loser's store. I
2: think it's safe enough
3: to take the money now. I don't believe anybody suspects Yeah, write it down, I guess. i been reading about it in the papers. Two guys are going to lose their jobs. I almost sent a letter to the police to tell them not to let the boss fire these two guys. Uh, too bad. Listen, don't worry about them.
2: You worry about us. We may get caught yet.
3: Uh, no, we won't get caught. Uh, i was surely glad to get my hands on that dough. I'm broke. Well, it won't
2: be long now. We'll have plenty of money. Well, I hope nothing happens.
3: What could happen? Nobody knows you got the money stored. Nobody knows you got the money. What's there to be afraid of? I
2: don't know. I think that's the will. Kind of you
3: don't need to be. You don't even have to get out of the car. I'll go get it myself. I'll do that well, of you. I'd rather have
2: you get it anyhow.
3: I, I feel kind of funny. Oh, here we are. I pulled up in front of the building and wait right there for you. Yeah, I'll pull right over here. I'll only be a
0: minute. Okay. And here I go. In a few minutes, do this. Funny. I got just
1: about to pay the throw so it, Bill. It's not a laugh. <laughs>
0: In a few minutes, Bill emerges, a small green trunk clutched tightly in his arms. But suddenly.
1: There he is! Get, get me the first Give me that horse, get the first one! Get him! Get Get Come on. Get him. Get Get Get
2: Chester, get going. Get the car
1: forward right
2: now. I'm staying coming back. I'm going down the next
3: street. Hey, that game. It's the police. You can't really the to it. That's all right. I'm calling right now. Turn down to the next street. Now, this is going to win. See, I'm a wreck. I'm sure it's a lucky break. I don't know how we got away from them. Now, what are we doing now? No, I don't
2: know.
3: We got get away from here. We got to get rid of the straws. They must have got the license number. We better get rid of it. Oh, I'm not worried about that.
2: I don't think they got the number. I'm not gonna do anything about
3: that. I hope you're right. They a good cat, they got the number all right. Say, they gave up awful police, didn't they?
2: Well, what do you say that for? We just barely got away. Yeah,
3: but seems it funny. It's away ran a cycle when they got the trunk. I kind of sent him that let him get away. Well,
2: I don't know. Maybe they were just on a cop. They knew there was money in the trunk and wanted it for themselves. Well, maybe
3: that's it. I'm sure, lucky. I don't have a dime now.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's rough. well that's right. Um, well, I may be able to borrow some from a friend of mine. I'll try. <laughs> you may me at my house in about an hour. I think I can get some.
3: Okay. How did
0: that? Mm. Dropping Hill on the street corner, Ruth disappears in her car, and an hour later, Hill is with her at her house.
2: Well, I got twenty-five dollars. That's all I could get. I hope it's enough. See
0: ya. Yeah, it's all right.
3: Thing. You know, I just can't get over those cups letting me get a This doesn't seem right. Say, you say that's a silver. What is it? Why,
2: why, I, I lend it to a friend. What? Yeah, I lend it to a friend. Who
3: is his friend? Well, uh, uh, Mr. Smith. You don't know him. Oh, maybe I'm beginning to understand. What is about you his $25 for? Uh,
2: a friend of mine. I told you that. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm, but I want to know this friend's name. What is it? Well,
2: it's. Mrs. Jones.
3: Oh, Mr. Jones. And Mr. Smith and Mr. Jones. Oh, now listen, I think you're lying. I am lying.
1: And I know you're
2: going to take me to this Mr. Jones. Do you understand? Oh, oh, don't Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, really. all right. Listen, you're talking like a fool. I can't all take right. it to Mr. Jones. You don't want him to know I bought it for you, do you? I want to know plenty. I want to know where I do it, it, it. I want it.
3: I'm gonna meet those and Let me get away. i want to meet those and Let me get away. Listen. I'm to meet those and Let me get away. i gonna meet those Let me get away. You're lying the way. I've been You never trust me. You're second-famed. You never trust me. You、so you me. You're second. Oh, All right, You call
1: him. I'll get the stage you call called him. I'll this place. Oh, I'll picture so wee- huh? you. Never trust me, huh? Go on. Go Come on, please. Let me. I me. Radio
0: officers, Otto we Frank and H.W. Walton, responding to a call reporting a wild man bringing the screaming person's will to the burglary detail office. He will be faced by night, Captain J.P. Curtis. What do you want to do with it, Captain? Uh, i take him in
1: and let
0: him cool down for a while. We'll talk to him later. All right, come on, Hey, he sure ruined that house. Broke every window in it and most the furniture. yelled something about a robbery when we got him. And then he closed up like a clam. I yeah, should like a crazy man all the way down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so Hill is booked on a malicious mischief card. But because of his single mention of the word robbery, Lieutenant Appledorn is called in to question Casually, the officer picks up a blank arrest report and proceeds to Hill's cell. Yeah. hello then. What are you in for? Oh, uh, for wrecking that house. She had a coming to her. Wrecking that house. Well, according to this report here, you're in for suspicion of burglary. What? Yeah, that's what it says, Goodness. <laughs> let me take the money. You better let me take my money. Take me over to that deal. huh? I did why I did it. Wait, now, what? Hey, are you talking about the million-dollar yeah, the Yeah, yeah, Nothing. No. tell no us off that job. Didn't it, it? I did it. You got you get so her, too.
3: She wasn't as big No, Who was that? Who was Who was better? She was a oh, yeah. She and those guys that thought. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: What? what? what,
0: you did. what? what? me Yeah. She had the money store. I came out, it. She got you. I no, the trunk. She, came uh, out, uh, Captain. I ran. get the way Let them get to the rain. And so the tangled complexities of the case are straightened out as Hill continues his story. Truth, that is speedily arrested. Without a qualm, she admits having double-crossed the man with whom she assisted in planning and executing the crime. Named Otto Perrin and Frank Marino as her partners in the scene, Wallace, later than ever, appeared. The poor people, foiled in their first attempted crime, are brought to trial on June 3rd, 1932. The jury, after an hour's deliberation, finds them all guilty of charge. Despite a plea for leniency, because it's the Quartet's first offense, Superior Court Judge William C. Doran pronounces down to their sentence. I have a certain sympathy for these offenders, but I have a greater sympathy for the thousands of others who are just approaching the borderline of crime and are likely to step apart unless deterred by ad- adequate law enforcement and and regulations. I think that the court's first duty is to the state, and I have always thought that the probation law contends that probation shall be an exception and not a rule. Therefore, it will be the judgment of the court that for the offense to which we have been found guilty, to wit, grand death, to be confined in the state prison of San Quentin for the term prescribed by law. Just by a strange twist of human nature, what might have been a tragic, tragic case of false arrest and imprisonment exposed itself because of a man's temper, and because James Hill mentioned that one word, robbery. He sent himself as well as his accomplices to prison to pay for their unhappy experience with crime as a business. Thank you, G. Davis. On my way to the studio tonight, I stopped at my rear Grande Services, and my rear grand dealer gave me the new hateful issue of the Calling All Cars News. There's an unusual infectious story of the peg leg Terror. An exclusive personal story from Jimmy Cagney, a new crime mystery. It's a very interesting, and your free copy is available at any Rio Grande station. When you buy Rio Grande gasoline, don't fail to specify Sinclair motor oil, either Sinclair, Pennsylvania, or Sinclair Opaline, refined from the highest-priced crude oils in America. They are de-wacked, de-jetted, and sealed in tamper-proof cans. Sinclair oils are used in 45 countries of the world by 150 railroads, by major airlines, and by every type of industry. They are the finest motor oils you can buy for your car. Get police car performance with Rio Grande crash Japanese. Perfect motor lubrication with Sinclair motor oil. An interesting reading from calling All Cars. Be your independent Rio Grande dealer tomorrow. police are in all card, The cancellation broadcast 175 regarding the robbery. The suspects in this case are now in custody. And that's all. in place. Linsley, bidding you good night for Rio Gondos.